All right. Welcome to Academy Aired. This is Lily Kootenkuller. I will be your host for today. And here I have with me... Aiden Bauer. Breda Magistro. And G.A. Kelker. Thank you. And these are three of the many cast members of our musical this year, Singing in the Rain. And um, for those who don't know, Singing in the Rain is a musical set in Hollywood in the waning days of the silent screen era. It focuses on romantic lead Don Lockwood, who is played by, by myself, by the lovely Aiden, and his sidekick Cosmo Brown, by the wonderful Brayden, and aspiring actress Kathy Selden, who is not here with us today, but it is played by the wonderful Lauren Stanley. And um, it kind of follows those three's journey into the sound, the pictures of, the sounds of pictures, like actual movies. So we are just here today, and Gia, actually, her character is Roxy, right? Yes. She is the director for Dawn and um, Lena, who's kind of the antagonist. Um, but enough from me. I want to hear from you all. So... Tell me kind of what the audition process was like and like finding out what kind of roles you got. How was that for you all? Um, Well, I'll start. So I am a transfer uh, to the academy. And so um, I have been a part of theater for like four years prior. Um, So I had gotten kind of used to auditioning, which... um, Honestly, it was a bit different than this process, and mm-hmm. I'll, I'll talk through the process. Um, yeah. It So for this, for auditioning for Singing in the Rain, um, we were sent two, um, at least for the males, two um, audition cuts for singing, and then a couple of scenes that yeah. we could practice and look over, and, and uh, we would get to choose uh, which one we did, and then when the time came, we would go in and perform them for our directing team um, along with a dance which they s- sent out and choreographed so yeah now I've, I've been meaning to ask this are you like a dancer do you have former dance experience a little bit okay um, so I do theater at the culture house and oh, yeah. they I know have that is. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which is a nonprofit organization in Olathe and um, so they have acting classes, but they also do dance and music and um, art. So okay. they're a conservatory of the arts. And yeah. so I did theater there, and then I learned a bit more about their dance classes. So I have taken a couple of classes. Awesome. What about you two? What did you think of the audition process? Well, the audition process was very similar to the process for the Adams Family, where we got our song cuts, we got our audition cuts, we basically said our preferred roles. Um, But I feel like my circumstance was a little bit unique, because I did not feel like I was considered for the role of Cosmo until I read for Cosmo. Um, So... uh, they had me reading for Dawn, um, and, um, and then I started reading for Cosmo, and then, you know, Mrs. Wright and all the directing crew were like, you know, they were giving each other looks, you know, like, oh, this is interesting, and, 
Um, and then I started reading a lot more for them, so uh, for uh, Cosmo. So then I was, you know, kind of suspected that that's where that went. I think they were a little bit surprised with my comedic abilities as well. You've always been pretty funny. Thank you, thank you. Gia? Um, for me, it was more like they had me read and sing everything Kathy. Um, and even like in callbacks, yeah. I was reading and singing for um, like the role for Kathy. And so, honestly, at first, when I saw I didn't get Kathy, I was really upset. Of course. But like, I didn't realize that like Roxy was still like somewhat like a good supporting role. Oh, and yeah. so like, I really like read the script and I was like, oh, okay. Like, so then I was able to like chill out and like, I feel like I play the role Roxy better, I guess, than I would Kathy, just because I am more of like, I've played a lot of sassy roles oh, in the yeah. past, yeah. Um, and so I feel like I fit Roxy, um, and I feel like it's just been really fun, just yeah. get, like being able to play a director and like have fun with the roles, so yeah. That's epic, I love that. Okay, so um, there's, it's a pretty lengthy play, I feel like. But is there like any specific scene or any like favorite line? It doesn't have to be your own. Like it can be somebody else's. Like I know last night um, we are on the eve of our second show tonight. Last night was opening night. And I know I, I couldn't quite hear Connor Lubacek. He plays a police officer. But I heard he did get some laughs last night. I was like, I'm, I'm wondering what he said. Uh, so, he, um, is just the awkward policeman who is also a fan of Don Lockwood. Oh, yes. Um, and, um, so just the way he embodies his role and, like, actually looks awkward and, like, he wants to, he wants to hang around Don a lot more, but, yes. like, kind of senses that he needs to leave. Just the way he... He does that is really comedic and his timing is, is really good. He is, he does have good comedic timing. So um, I think what my question I was going to ask is, um, do you have like any specific favorite moment, favorite scene, favorite line, anything sticks out to you? Hmm. That's a tough question. There's, there's that is such a tough question. Yeah. Because <laughs> everything is so good. I have to say I really love Moses, um, and for yeah. those who don't know, that is the scene where um, Don and Cosmo are, um, Don is working with addiction coach because with the advent of the talking picture, they need to know how to talk properly. So um, him and Cosmo, well, Don was working with addiction coach, and then Cosmo comes in and kind of does a little funny bit and then they launch into a big song and tap dance routine okay. surrounding the tongue twister of Moses supposes his toes are roses but Moses, Moses supposes, supposes erroneously. erroneously. <laughs> that one's yeah especially um I'm in the pit so I play percussion and that's one of our favorites. It is a difficult song to play musically but it's so like I'm if you see me over there I'm just like I'm vibing <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm dancing back there oh it's so good Gia 
Um, honestly, one of my favorite parts of the show isn't necessarily like a line or dance, but so in our production of Singing in the Rain, we actually have a rain curtain that mm-hmm. makes it rain mm-hmm. on the stage. And it's the coolest thing I have ever seen or done in my entire life. Oh, yeah. And just being backstage, one of my favorite parts of the whole production is just like seeing and hearing the reactions of the audience when they first see the rain. Yeah. And just they're they're completely in awe and they just start clapping and cheering. And it's like yeah. just so like rewarding, even yeah. for me. And I'm not even the one dancing and singing <laughs> right. in the rain. Like it's it's rewarding for me just to be able to like hear their like. Yeah joy coming from it so I think that's just an awesome part I agree with that I think if I were to pick one I noticed this last night I was watching was watching you and the moment when you're like come on with the rain that was and it Mm -hmm. was just it was like the perfect moment it was epic and you know Aiden has to be having so much fun it's so invigorating (laughs) like once the rain comes on it's and it's kind of cold, so the reaction of actually being in the rain comes naturally because it feels like rain. Yeah. But um, it's like, it's so cool. Yeah. So, yeah. gee, I think you, you stole mine. <laughs> uh, my, that is definitely one of my favorite parts is singing in the rain. Um, but I do um, enjoy all of the, the dancing in general. Yeah. Um, particularly, like, just the the cliche moments that kind of tip the hat to the movies um, mm, yeah. of Singing in the Rain and other renditions. Um, I think an example would be at the end of Good Morning. Um, in the movie, they they walk over the couch um, and uh, flatten out on it because they're exhausted. And yeah. that is one thing that we added in our production. Um, that is super fun, and I think the audience reacts to it very well. No, it's awesome. Yeah. What even watching it backstage, I'm like, yes, yeah. I'm like cheering you guys on. Like, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I noticed um, last night it was like you had the ode to like um, what's the Spanish bullfighting? Uh, the matador. Matador, mm-hmm. the matador with the yellow coat. I thought that was funny. Yeah, but all those like odes to like I don't know, is this set in the twenties? Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. But all the odes to like um like the Roaring Twenties and like Flapper Girls. Like yeah, I find yeah, yeah. I love the twenties. Like it's one and of like my the costumes era. and the makeup and the hair. Oh, and it's yeah. awesome. Costumes really popped off this they year. They did. <laughs> yes, like, for sure. Who's head of costumes? Um, um I can shout out them. Well, Kendall? Kendall McCourt, maybe? Yeah. I'm not sure she's officially the head, but she does a lot of the work. Well, I know Arwen, as well Arwen as White is the one okay. that provides provides mm-hmm. most of the costume. Yeah. I know we have a few, and like, you know. But then, yeah, like Kendall the McCore, closet, Isaac Ismer, Kat yeah. Calcara, mm-hmm. yes, yeah. all I of them. Kat, Kat was really, really excited. Yes. yes. <laughs> and do they, do they thrift some of those? Because some of those look, like, genuine. I believe so, yeah. I think yeah. so, yeah. That's really cool. Yes, I think... Um, my cashmere coat in the very beginning is yeah. actually cashmere, which is really Seriously? Yes. I did not know that. I thought cashmere was like, like minks, like super fluffy and big. No. Yeah, I, I, I don't really know. know either. But I guess, <laughs> I, I guess it's just like a, like a, a fluffy, fuzzy, like, like kind of thick overcoat. Yes, but yeah. like subtle. It's not like, oh, uh, oh yeah, yeah, like yeah. a, like a leopard. 
jacket or whatever. It's like a... <laughs> that would definitely be... Yeah. <laughs> that would definitely um, be a statement, for sure. Right, especially for a Hollywood famous actor such as Don. Um, all right. Um, another question is... Um, I wrote down, like, favorite outtake. So, like, in movie movies, um, they have, like, bloopers and stuff. Is there any, like, was there, like, a blooper <laughs> moment that any of you particularly remember or find so funny? many. <laughs> I have to think of my favorite one. Oh, yeah. Of course. I think, um, <laughs> I've got a couple. <laughs> you, I was go, gonna say. you go ahead while we think. Um, well... Uh, it's kind of hard without the context, but, um, in the rehearsal process, um, it was like our first run through off book and, um, Don Lockwood is trying to, um, convince or persuade Kathy to have lunch with him. Mm -hmm. Um, and he does so by mimicking her and, um, he, he said the original line is, um, just because you're a big movie star doesn't mean a girl is gonna have lunch with you just like that. Um, and I said, just because you're a big movie star doesn't mean a little girl is gonna have lunch with you just like that. Um, and word on the street is that Don is a creepy guy, and that just added. Yeah. Right. Wow. Yeah, because in like, because in like the actual movie, like, the person who plays Don is like 40 years old. Gene Kelly was yeah. 37, and Debbie Reynolds, who played like, Kathy, was like 19. 19. Yes. So it's like... <laughs> so it's like a yeah. weird thing. And then you have to think that Don, like, <laughs> off of first glance, just falls in love with Kathy and, like... I was thinking about that. Keeps was, on... It was really fast. Right. Like, within the first song, it's like... Okay. <laughs> and as, a, as an actor, it's very difficult to kind of flesh it out and, like, get the development. But of course. Yeah. I think one of my favorite outtakes <laughs> was um, during Make Him Laugh, which is um, Cosmo's big song where he's basically trying to cheer up Dawn after Dawn's being depressed. And um, yep. there's a part where Cosmo sits kind of on the back of, of a couch, like his feet where the seat of the couch is, so he's sitting on the back. And then he's supposed to like fall over the back of the couch. And um, oh, no. that time or whatever, I like swung my leg over but still caught the couch. So the couch tipped over with me. <gasps> but I just kept going and like just crawled over the top of the couch <laughs> to continue doing the routine. Um, but I just thought that was pretty funny because it oh, yeah. because it is funny within the context of the scene because that's mm -hmm. totally something that would happen. Isn't that the song where you have like a, a dummy with you too? Yes, James uh, that the dummy. was yes. James. I didn't know him. <laughs> he, he does. He actually has a shout out in the program yeah, he too. Does. He's, He's we have the program. With yeah. Us, so we're kind of <laughs> at it. before all of her family. If you do oh notice, my gosh, <laughs> that's the best thing ever. James no way. <laughs> Um, honestly, mine is more like behind the scenes when we were like trying out different uh, like makeup looks and hair looks. Yeah. Uh, not really like a moment when we're running the show, but uh, there was one moment where 
I, I was not like a part of this. I was just listening in and someone was doing my hair and one kid, Eli Miser. Oh boy. <laughs> was. Oh boy is right. Um, either he was like gone out of the room and they were looking for him or he was still in the room. I don't know. But they were like, where's Eli? And either he said, at your mom's house, or someone said, <laughs> at your mom's house. And Mrs. Uh, Alexa Siafi, she is our like head of tech, uh-huh. actually called her mom and asked if Eli Miser was at her house. <laughs> no. Yeah. I yeah. was, I was there. She, <laughs> I was there. Can't she confirm. Was so she was, was so she, confused. It was genuine. Yeah. Yes. Oh she, she was like, she was like, mom. um, no, hi, no. mom. I just want to know if there was there was a boy named Eli at your house right now. And she's like, no, no <laughs> students at my house currently. And she's like, all right, bye, mom. Call you later. <laughs> we oh were gosh. we were dying laughing. It was that, it was amazing. That and has got to be really so that's funny. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was great. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love that. Okay. Um, so I know Aiden mentioned he had previous theater experience. I think I know for a fact that, Brayden, you've done previous theater experience. Yes. I mean, both of you were in Adam's family. So yes. That. Um, but favorite memory in the theater? Do you have any? It's probably... Like, like in general? <laughs> like, just in general. Anything that, like, really sticks out or... Um, just any moment that just kind of brings you joy to think about. I remember from Adam's family last year, my favorite memory was, so we have these really fancy $8,000 pianos that we play in the pit. And one of the aspects of these really, really fancy pianos is that they have Bluetooth. Oh, no. And you... Via the Bluetooth, you can connect to the speakers that are inside the piano. I told this story so many times. And um, one freshman student last year thought it would be so funny if they connected to our Bluetooth speakers and our very expensive piano during the show. During the show, while during we were trying to play. During the show. And Rick rolled us. And for those who don't know, um, Rick rolling somebody is when you play the song Never Gonna Give You Up by Rick Astley and they also were playing like it was like before the show too like we heard like the Wii music like the dun, oh yeah dun, 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 and no one knew where it was like coming from no one knew we were like we, everybody in the pit was like oh my god who is it is it you is it you like we were all pissed because we were like really mad and then we yeah. figured out that it was somebody else and we could do nothing about it but yeah. Um, the point being is later in the show, obviously the audience had heard Rick Astley playing on our pianos, and Nathan Ismert improved this line where he the Adams family house is supposedly haunted, and um, he said something along the lines of, um, "and oh, I'm going to show you where we keep the ghost of famous." Um, famous singer Rick Astley and so it was this epic improv line mm-hmm. and we all just cried laughing and the uh, audience loved it too because oh, they awesome. thought it yeah. was so funny and absolutely and he safe. got backstage and we were all like worshiping him we're like Nathan <laughs> oh, yeah. you are our hero like 
Yeah. Yeah. It so was that's, awesome. that's mine at least. Oh, man. <laughs> I have so many good memories. Uh, uh, oh. I guess... Uh, I don't know if I can narrow this down, but... You can say a couple. Um, it's okay. Okay. Didn't have to be good one. Um, well... So my brother, uh, my older brother, I have four siblings, um, two brothers, two sisters, and my older brother, he um, introduced me to theater, um, and uh, um, from the time when he introduced it to me till now, I've always loved it. Um, but doing uh, shows with him has been a blast. Um, He's actually in Benedictine College right now, um, oh. taking music, and he was gonna do theater major, but dropped that because he's also doing a French major. So three oh, majors wow. is a lot. Um, but yeah, I've done like four or five shows with him, and um, it's always a pleasure. And the funny thing for him that I always laugh about is um, he has trouble remembering lines exactly the way they are in the script mm -hmm. and he's a perfectionist so the uh, two don't really mix yeah, well. Yeah. Um, but um, because of this uh, sometimes he'll just get lost um, during performances because he knows that it wasn't exactly right and uh -huh. so then he'll get discombobulated yeah. and uh, um, will mess up and so he'll have to improvise it in order to save the show like <laughs> Nathan Ismert. Um, and uh, um, so yeah, there have been a few instances where um, his saves have just been so funny and like when he comes off stage, the same worship for Nathan yes, Ismert has happened to him and I always laugh about it with him and that's my favorite memories. I love that. Very good. <laughs> this is so tough, but I think personally one of my favorites was um, when actually during Singing the Rain, this is just the first one that came to mind, but the first time um, Aiden, Lauren, and I actually stepped over the couch oh, yeah. um, successfully without anybody like, you know, losing their balance of and course. falling off to the side, um, but that first time we did that there was there wasn't very many people in the room i think there was maybe three other people mrs wright included but yeah. but we all started cheering we were like yes we did it and um it was so much fun because that that first time we knew we could do it and we mm -hmm. knew it would work yeah yeah um first like just dancing in the rain was Mm -hmm. so incredible like personally I'm like oh I don't want to get my hair wet because yeah uh, but also it was just so like like exhilarating like mm -hmm. oh my gosh it was so cool but um, another one of my favorites that just makes me laugh every time is so back in February we did a play called 12 Angry Jurors oh, yeah. and uh, there was, I guess, one time when I like did something wrong, and Mrs. Wright, our director, was like correcting me on it, and I guess it was something that she had told me multiple times. So she was just like, "Gigi, like you need to fix this." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Gigi, where did that come from?" Whatever, because <laughs> my name's Gia, and she called me Gigi. I was like, "I haven't heard that." Um, 
And every time she'd give me notes, she would refer to me as Gigi. And I was mm-hmm. like, where is this coming from? And so then I like asked her about it and, and whatever. And so she has not called me Gia. I think since then, like, she always refers to me as Gigi now. Uh, she has put my names, my name in the program as Gigi, my name on the cast t-shirt as Gigi. Oh, yeah. I am only Gigi. Yeah, look at it. It's Gigi. <laughs> <laughs> it has got the... Yeah. The and she only refers to me as Gigi, and we just have, like, a thing where if, yeah. like, wow. she calls me Gia, I get offended. And oh. <laughs> we have to talk it up. We have to talk it out. We have to talk it over. And so she's like, like, I'm if, so sorry. If a parent were to call you by your middle name. It's yeah. Like, it's like, it's like whoa. Whoa. Hold up. You're, you're yeah. in trouble for so, some reason. How dare you call me by my yeah. actual name? <laughs> yeah. So now like half the theater department calls me Gigi. Just because like Mrs. Wright started calling me Gigi like one time. And now wow. she only refers to me as Gigi. And I just think it's so Like I like. I like hear it all the time. So like. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I just think it's so funny. That is very funny. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I just want to say thank you all for coming in. Um, I know it is show night and you all are very busy, so I really appreciate <laughs> you taking time out of your busy days to come talk with me. Of course. Yeah, thank you for having um, us. Yes, oh, thanks so much. It's an honor. <laughs> well, um, good luck tonight. It is um, Tonight is Friday, November 18th. There's a show tonight and there's a show tomorrow, Saturday, November 19th. That will be the final show. Um, so... Uh, come and see it and um, um, hopefully you will get to see it and um, because it's an amazing show everybody's worked so hard and um, I'm so proud of everyone and I hope um, you all are proud of yourselves because you're doing so good thank you thank you of course this has been Academy aired Lily Coot and Cooler signing off